All right, chime time. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. All right, we have a lot of props to get to, Patriots game to get to, but uh, how did the streaming video games go last night on your Friday, Chris Shime? It was good. It was a lot of fun. We we stayed up very, very late. We were up until like midnight, and uh, it was a good time. Ooh, we played a lot of Valorant is, into Overwatch. Orlando gets up at 3 a.m. That is late, 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 I know. Late, late. I know. I got I got up at 6. I got to sleep in today until like 6 or 7, though, so it's fine. Well, that's nice. That's yeah. a good thing. Were you streaming? A, was there a football game you were streaming, like a football video game? No. Someone in our Twitch chat said you uh, were streaming a football game and fired Bill Belichick. So that's, that's not <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was just uh, a funny little joke. Okay. Uh, we are here to talk Patriots and props for the next uh, 30 minutes or so uh, here on the Beck UL Boston podcast. This will be our final podcast until Monday. Uh, if you want to see, uh, I want to hear our Sunday, our f- f- picks for the weekend. And it's including Sunday, Monday night for me, go back to Friday's podcast. Beck UL is the podcast. Uh, Beck UL Boston, excuse me, where you get your podcasts uh, or on the Odyssey app. Chris Shine, we said we'd wait till today to talk about the Patriots, and I'm I'm glad we did. Yep, because I feel like it's significant injury news on the Browns side. Now Mac Jones is questionable. Uh, real quick, you think Mac Jones is playing tomorrow? No, I don't either. So I don't think he's playing. I don't think Damian Harris is playing. It is a little concerning uh, that Christian Barmore popped up as like a practice injury. Yep. he wasn't on there and then popped up yesterday with a knee. Uh, but the bigger injuries for sure are on the Cleveland side where Denzel Ward, one of the best cornerbacks, is going to be out. And Jadavian Clowney, one of their best pass rushers. I'm still seeing it shine as mostly two and a half here on Saturday morning. Is that what you're seeing? Where you're Correct. looking? Yep, I am also seeing two and a half. So I was leaning, as I said, I was leaning Browns all week. But I do think the injuries are significant enough where I am willing to play the Patriots at uh, plus two and a half. Um, your guy Warren Sharp, who you and Anderson put me on to years ago. Had a great riff yesterday on Twitter about how bad the Cleveland Browns run defense is and how bad the Chargers run offense was until they faced Cleveland. And that kind of turned me. Uh, and then looking up some information on Jim Woods or jo- I'm sorry, Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. Like the headlines are should they fire him midseason? Miles Garrett says no sideline adjustments. Like this guy's on his last legs. I think Belichick's going to come in, ram it down their throat. They'll protect, protect Bailey Zappi, turn over Jacoby Brissett. And because of the injuries on the Cleveland side, I think Stevens is going to have himself a day. So after all week wavering back and forth, I'm going to be on the Patriots plus two and a half uh, in this one for tomorrow. Yeah, I uh, I'm sticking with my uh, pick that I made earlier in the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cleveland minus two and a half. Um, I just think the Browns are a slightly better football team. I, I think Nick Chubb is a better running back. Patriots run defense also isn't great. Um, so I kind of expect it to be just a run, run, run kind of game. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Browns and uh, Brissett and Chubb. So Warren Sharp, who we like, and uh, Adam Rosenberg of the Action Network, who was my uh, gambling guest last night on the show. Both those guys are leaning over. On this game, Shime, is that where you were leaving, uh, leaning with this one? The over? Yeah, I, I don't know that I'm going to play it, but I am, in fact, leaning over here. Uh, I think it's the same thought process as last week. It's two defenses that I'm not sure are all that great, but at the same time, I just watched Belichick shut out the Lions, who were scoring yeah. 30 points a week. So it's hard for me to fully commit to the over. Um, but it, it for the most part, it's the same process as last week. I just think there's going to be a lot of running the football, a lot of scoring, um, and I want to go over. Um, but that's just a lean. That's not a lock for me. 
Yeah, and look, the the sharp money, if you want to call it that, it's it's on the over. 52% of the bets, but 84% of the money, Shime, is on the over. Only yeah. 16% of the money on 48% of the bets on the under. So I, I was leaning under, and too many smart people, yourself, Warren Sharp, Adam Rosenberg, like I'm just, I feel moronic, and I'm, just, I'm, I'm frozen with how am I so different than three guys I really respect. So I, I'm not going to play the total at all. I'm leaning Patriots, and I'm now at a point chime Saturday where I go to build out some stuff, and 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 I'm sure I'll have a terrible, you know, like uh, you know, fun money bet teaser. <laughs> I teasing the Pats up to eight and a half. Like I've convinced myself that's probably worth doing too. So I've gone from sort of on the fence in Cleveland to I like the Patriots, and Patriots getting eight and a half points feels like a very safe play in any like uh, three team, four team, five team teasers I do for fun this weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm probably not going to include the Patriots in any teasers, but I, I understand the thought process. All right, so uh, you'll be on the Browns and the over. I am, uh, I'm I'm going to have to go with the Patriots and no real feel for the total because I feel like an idiot on the total. But people are here for props. Uh, Mary props himself, Chris Scheim. Uh, Scheim, what is the totals? What is your props record? Not total. What is the props record uh, for the – you've done a better job keeping track of uh, yours than I've kept uh, track of mine. Yeah, so my props record for the season is 42 and 27. So nice. uh, for those of you doing the math, that would be a 60.8% hit rate right now. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I will start with you. Uh, I like a bunch of stuff on the board tonight. Oh, can we? I don't have it on my list, but since we talked about Patriots Browns for a second. Yeah. They finally yesterday, Shine posted the Ramondre Stevenson number. Oh, yeah, I have it on my props list. All right, why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and start then? Go ahead. Yeah, start I'm going to go over on Ramondre's number at 79 and a half rushing yards. Again, yeah. uh, it, I, the only reason I'm not also taking Nick Chubb is because his number is 92 and a half, uh, yeah. which is just it, it, any number in the 90s is so difficult to take, no matter how likely you think it is. Nick Chubb has hit this number two er, basically all season at 92, except I think week one. Um, and so I, I, I still kind of like it. Uh, and like, if you're building out some little, you know, fun, same game parlay tack on a Nick Chubb hundred yard game, I don't hate it, but, uh, the Ramondre number is the better number here over 79 and a half yards. I think Ramondre is going over a hundred. So I, I really like this bet. Yeah. I, I, I think I'd be on that too. Um, I, be, especially cause there's not the, 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 the carry competition is not there whether it's this rookie Kevin Harris, rookie Pierre Strong, like these guys are fine. But I think J.J. Taylor is probably the most likely guy to get third down snaps potentially to uh, you know, give him a breather. But he's also like a legit third down back, a three down back. And it's not yeah. many of those guys in the NFL. I didn't think I'd be saying this about Rondre Stevenson, but I like him on the field. I love him on third down. So I, yeah. I, I'm with, it's a big number and it's minus 135. So people are bet into it, but I'm, I'm with you. If I had to pick it, I'd be using that one. Any anything else in the Patriots game as far as props go? Since we're nope, that was the only one I really loved. Uh, I'm not going to touch any of the receiving props because I don't trust either of these teams to throw the football all that much. All right. Um, so top of my list today was going to be Tyler Boyd under three and a half receptions, but DK has bumped it up to four and a half, and it's minus one seventy. So I just can't play it. But I do think there's some reports T Higgins going to try to play this game. Uh, Jamar Chase without Mark uh, without Lattimore, he's not going to go. I think Chase is going to be the focal point of that offense and Joe Mixon. Who is, he's due to have a breakout game. Yep. So I think I think fading Boyd is good, but I, I they bumped it up overnight from three and a half to four and a half on receptions at minus 170. I can't give that out. You want to use the same game parlays, go for it. I think he's like the fourth guy on that totem pole tomorrow against the Saints. Um, so I'd be under on receptions for him. I want to start the Sunday night game, Shyman, Jalen Hurts. I want over, over on Jalen Hurts' att rushing attempts, which DK has listed at 10 and a half. 
Okay. Uh, they, he, there's five games. He's had five games so far uh, this year. Jalen Hurts, rushing attempts uh, chronologically from the start of the year. 17, 11, 9, and a 24-8 win. 16 and 15. Yep. He's gone over the 10.5 total in four or five games. We know the Cowboys off the defensive line is very good. I think they'll utilize his rushing ability against Micah Parsons. It was even money overnight. It's down to minus 105. But my favorite bet on the board, over <laughs> 10 and a half rushing rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts Sunday night. Yeah, I think that's a good play. I have no props in this game whatsoever. This is one of those games where I'm just, I want to sit back and enjoy it. I want to see exactly what happens. So I have zero props in Sunday night football. Okay, well, I, I have one more if you want me to follow up on that. Yeah, go for it. I want under C.D. Lamb receiving yards 60 and a half. Yeah, uh, the Philadelphia one. Eagles are the number one defense in the NFL DVOA against wide receivers. They are awesome against number one wideouts. Number one against number one wideouts. Number they're second against number two wideouts. CeeDee Lamb by far is their number one. Um, and I also think it's a, a scenario where he's banged up. He popped up on the injury report yesterday. They say he's going to play, but I think he'll be hampered in this game. 60 and a half, I think, is a play, a great number to play under. I want the under CD Lamb receiving yard 16 and a half in Sunday night football. Five two Perfect. in that game. Cool. Uh my first game, I'm gonna go to the San Francisco Atlanta game here. Uh this this line, by the way, has gone crazy. Uh the Atlanta's been apparently getting a ton of money because they uh they have come that number has come down like two points in the last like wow. five days. Um, but the the player I want to focus on is Jeff Wilson Jr. Like why is Vegas listing his rushing prop in at 60 and a half or 65 and a half? What are we doing? The guy has had it's 84, 75, 74, 120, and averages over five yards a carry. I want Jeff Wilson Jr. We talked, you and I talked about how bad the Atlanta run defense was to start the season. They haven't got all that much better. Give me Jeff Wilson Jr. over 65 and a half rushing yards. I don't even have to hesitate with this one. Yeah. And again, I I, I like that chunks. I don't know where the like where's the competition coming from? Like I like I Kevin I, was, I gotta be tell you. I was floored last week, Shime, when uh, Coleman started playing. I thought, I didn't think he was in the league anymore. Coleman's, like, Coleman played a ton last week, right? Jeff Wilson yeah. still had 120 yards. It's like I, Jeff Wilson is going to get a ton of carries in this offense. Kyle Shanahan loves him. He trusts him. And, uh, I mean, again, he's averaging over five yards a carry. Give him the ball. So I will stick with one on that game as well. Uh, I like, oh, anyway, I like the Jeff Wilson play uh, quite a bit. The team that's given up the third, uh, third most, the third most receiving yards to tight ends is the Atlanta Falcons. They've given up over 70 yards per game in every game they were opposing tight ends, not just wow. one tight end, but as a group tight ends. This is a big spot for George Kittle. I'm playing a lot of George okay. Kittle in DFS stuff, Shime. Uh, his total is 41 and a half receiving yards, minus 130 to the over. I think this is his breakout game. He's not had that huge George Kittle game yet. Going against a soft Atlanta defense, like you said, this is a great spot. Even with the injuries, San Fran is banged up on their offensive line. But you like Jeff Wilson. I like George Kittle to finally break out. He'll be my DFS uh, tournament play at tight end. Give me over Kittle receiving yards, 41 and a half at minus 130. Yeah, that's a smart play. Two weeks ago, Kyle Shanahan said they wanted to get Kittle, they needed to get Kittle more involved in the offense. Last week in Carolina, you saw Jimmy target him like three straight times uh, and down the field too. One of them was like a 25-yard pass down the field. So Kittle will be a target for Garoppolo this week. So I, I like that play a lot. Third, so Atlanta's given up the third most receiving yards to tight ends and the second most receptions to yeah. tight ends and the second most targets. So uh, you can exploit them there in the middle. And it's ironic because they have a really good tight end, Kyle Pitts. 
they don't use. So they might as well get beat up at tight end on the other end. So give me Kittle over 41 and a half. Uh, You are up next, my friend. Go ahead. Uh, We're going to go to the game that you told me you didn't like my pick of, and that would be the Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh game uh, in (laughs) Pittsburgh here. Uh, I I just, uh, Sean, the updated line is now uh, Tampa minus 50 in this game. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's actually Tampa minus 10. It's up a point and a half from when I wow. picked it yesterday. Uh, so good job on me for getting it at eight and a half. All that Steelers injury news came out. They're missing like their top two corners and Minka Fitzpatrick and Pat Fryermuth. The Steelers don't stand a chance in God-given hell in this game. Yeah. Give yeah. me uh, Mike Evans over 68 and a half receiving yards in this game. You're going to see Tom Brady just spread and shred here. Uh, I just have a feeling that if the Bucks get on a big lead, they might sit on it, which is why I'm not betting on Tom Brady. Instead, I'll take Mike Evans, uh, who has hit this number the last two weeks uh, and three of the last four. Um, so I really like Mike Evans here. And then on top of that, give me the Steelers team total under 17 and a half. Love there's it. no love chance it. they're getting to 17, uh, over 17 points. So I love the under uh, for the Steelers team total. Yeah, my my hate for your pick went, I mean, 10 and a half is still a huge number now. So the eight and a half is awesome. But yeah. my hate for that pick, Sean, went way down when the injuries came out. I mean, yeah. their secondary is demolished. Fitzpatrick yep. is like their dynamic playmaker back there. There's no And TJ Watt's still not back. Like it's, this I, defense is a shell of what it used to be. You know, unless unless Tom Brady is feeling the fatigue of having gone to New York last night, uh, doing this Saturday, he was at Kraft's wedding. Which uh, okay, we have to. I know it's a, a betting show. Quick, quick uh, hit on this. Quick side. Since you since you brought up Brady, yeah, like all the pictures that are surfacing. Brady's there. Slater's there. Troy Brown is there. Ty Law's there in a white T-shirt. Richard Seymour, Elton John, Roger Goodell. I haven't seen a picture of Belichick yet. Chime. Um, do we think Belichick didn't go? Wasn't invited, and is there a chance it's like a legit story this week uh, on the Greg Hill Morning Show and on WEEI that Belichick didn't go or wasn't invited to Kraft's wedding? 100%. I think there's two stories amidst that. One, Belichick didn't go, and who didn't go with Tom Brady? Giselle. 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 Yeah, well, two, two stories come out of that. Uh, 100% that will be talked about this week. I and that, if you've seen the picture, folks, uh, that's going around, there's an unbelievable group of, of like Ty Law, Slayer. Yeah. It's an awesome picture. Uh, Ble- Drew Bledsoe in the back with Brady. I mean, Brady looks, he looks terrible. I, I, I love him, but he looks, he looks rattled and he looks like, okay, okay, the world now knows I'm not with Giselle. My team's probably thrilled. We're going to Pittsburgh and I'm here in New York. So he is just, he's living his best life. What again, Matthew Slater there, Troy Brown there, there one guy plays one guy coaches no Belichick. Yep. All right. Um, can I give you one from this game, please? Uh, I want Chris Godwin's over. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought about it, but I know Chris Godwin's on the injury report right now. So, like, I was just like, eh, I'll stay away from this one. But I understand your uh, your want to play it. We have a similar thesis here, Shime. And again, I'm utilizing lineups.com. People are not using this. Uh, I think it's a great tool, both for prop betting and for uh, DFS. Lineups.com tells me that on on the year, the team that has given up. Uh, let me just double check this. The second most receiving yards to wide receivers in the league. Now banged up beyond belief, your Pittsburgh Steelers. And by the way, they should be number one, but the commanders have an extra game. So the commanders have allowed six more yards with a full extra game. If you go down to yards per game, it's not close. The Pittsburgh uh, Steelers giving up 221 yards per game to opposing wide receivers. Almost two TDs per game. Almost 15 receptions. Per game. So whether it's Evans or Godwin, one of those guys is getting it. I took the lower one, and I, I took this one because Godwin has a lower – it's going to take him more time to get there. He had six for 61 last week. 
He, uh, he had seven for 59 the week before. He didn't get it in that Cowboys game, 19-3. Um, he needs more catches to get there. Evans can break it with one play. And so I, I like your idea that I also know why his number is higher. Um, I also think that if you, if you made Brady pick, he'd rather throw the slot receiver than the deep guy. Yep. So I will lean Godwin uh, at minus 115, 60 and a half receiving yards, admitting that your Evans play is also a good play. And also, yeah. again, if you're here, listen to Friday's podcast, hear me mocking Shime's pick. That was well before the line went to All 10 injuries. and well before the injuries. So I, I don't, I, I'm rooting for you now to get this home. And I think if you are playing tournaments in DFS and you want to double stack Brady, Godwin, Evans with no bring back if you want, I'm fine with that. I think Fournette is going to be good. I even think Todd White, who's the other running yep. um, in play. In turn, it could be a blowout and they'll lose money if it gets old. But you're, you pick this spot out and you, you got a good break on the injuries, but you're in a good spot at eight yeah. and a half, Sean. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving it. I also have one more pick in this game, actually. I'm going to go to the other oh. side of the ball. Give me George Pickens over four and a half receptions. Uh, since Kenny Pickett has been the starting quarterback, Pickens has been targeted eight times in back-to-back games. He has six catches in both of them, one for 102, one for 83. Um, I, you're going to see Pickett have to throw the football a ton, just like he did against Buffalo. Pickett ended up with like 320 yards, so I think there's a lot of opportunity. He loves, loves, loves throwing it to Deontay and Pickens, and with no Fryermuth, those those guys are going to get pummeled with even more targets. So give me George Pickens over four and a half catches in the game. Yeah, be aware that like, it's Zach Gentry who's going to get the, I believe the tight so, yes. snaps there. Uh, yep. And he he's another guy that Pickett is he threw to him. I think at three or four targets when he came in after Fryermuth's injury mm-hmm. last week. So again, if you're looking for a cheap bring back potentially, if you want to, I don't think you have to. In tournaments, uh, I did not look up Gentry's numbers. Uh, he's not someone I want to tangle with in probably because that game could get out of hand. So yeah. I'll stick with the receivers on Tampa side. Is that it for you in Tampa Pittsburgh? Yes. All right. Uh, you go next. I only have I have one more officially, and then a question I want to ask you about a different game. All right, let's uh, let's go to another one of my picks. J E T S Jets, Jets, Jets. Give me the Zach Wilson over two hundred and sixteen and a half passing yards in this game. We talked about it yesterday. Green Bay is. Sneaky, really good against the pass, unless it's play action pass. Then yeah. they're the worst in the league. Uh, with Zach Wilson, the Jets ran at sixty, ran play action pass sixty seven percent of the time last week. I expect them to do that a lot again this week. Um, so to pair with Zach Wilson, I also want the Elijah Moore over thirty six and a half receiving yards. I also talked to you about how um, Green Bay not great against slot receivers, so Elijah Moore here has an opportunity to feed, uh, being in the slot and playing in play action. Uh, I like that. And you're still, are you, are you still on uh, the Jets? You still feel good about that? Yes, I do. I feel great about it. It's de- the numbers down to plus seven, so that numbers come down a half a point as well. Some people are with me, I believe. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'm still on the Jets, 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 Jets. Uh, some Dolphins breaking news while we're talking this morning. Uh, two is going to be back next week. Two is next back week? against oh, the wow. Steelers. He cleared concussion protocol. He's okay. back. Um, Teddy Bridgewater is going to be active tomorrow. And be the backup. Skyler Thompson's going to start the rookie from K State. Okay. I suspect that this might be a Mike McDaniel special. We're being honest, and Teddy Bridgewater could find himself in this game. But if he's active and going to back up, why wouldn't he play? Yeah, that doesn't so, make any sense. So I feel better about my my final official bet. I and I should I almost went with this on top. Give me Tyree Kill over five and a half catches. Like Ooh, okay, almost, even even if Skyler plays, the Minnesota defensive backs are so slow They're i'm not so i'm bad. not like a watch the the tape guy yeah but evan silva established the runners pointed out that you could they can be beat deep over and over again uh and and they play a lot of zone defense 
And that really hurts them trying to stop those underneath routes of Tyreek Hill and prop that guy who does work at the Action Network pointed the same thing out. So Sylvan and those guys are on the same page there. But five and a half is a number I like because I think they're going to try to get him the ball. I think it's going to be a competitive game tomorrow uh, with Minnesota. I think it be more passing than people expect. I think Dalvin Cook potentially is still banged up with that shoulder. Um, so that could lead to more passing on both sides of the ball. Uh, Tyreek Hill over five and a half catches minus 110. My final official bet in a game that I'm certainly going to circle when it comes to some DFS stuff tomorrow with JJ on one side, Tyreek Hill on the other. Yeah. Even if Skyler, even the rookie plays, they got to get the ball to Tyreek Hill. They have yeah. to. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a smart play. Uh, my my next pick, I'm going to go to the Arizona-Seattle game, the game that I picked the over in. Uh, I'm going to get take Rondell Moore, over 45 and a half receiving you yards. That yesterday. You're a big Rondell Moore guy this week. Yeah, I'm on Rondell Moore a lot this week. Seattle's the worst team in football against slot receivers. Arizona wanted to get Rondell Moore the ball last week. They just weren't able to do it successfully, so they're going to do it again this week. Give me Rondell Moore, over 45 and a half receiving yards against the Seahawks. I just want to have this up here. Let me make sure I have this right. So, and, and I don't know how to do this because it's been bet. It's been bet off the board, but be advised. So you bet you say slot receivers, yep. Shine, and maybe this ties into why this is true. The two worst defenses by far this year against fantasy tight ends are playing each other in Seattle and Arizona. They're the only two defenses who've allowed oh. more than 430, 430 yards, excuse me, re- receiving to opposing tight ends. Um, so Will Disley, I, I would like almost never play, but Zach Ertz is somebody who you mentioned Rondell Moore, like in that slot, he's, he's probably the better play, but I think Zach Ertz and Will Disley potentially going back and forth. They're two shitty defense against tight ends. Um, don't be afraid to sprinkle those guys in. If you're rotating tight ends and trying to avoid a uh, Kelsey and Andrews tomorrow, and I, the but Dis- the Disley number is only 19 and a half too. So that's, uh, Ooh, really? That's tempting. Hold on. Because they have Noah Fant at like 26 and a half, but Disley's only 19 and a half. I got to admit, I've stayed away for, I've and it's cost me money, but I've stayed away from Seattle. So Disley, so the last three games, Disley, four, huh, okay. Well, you might just talk me into it. What is the number on Disley? 19 and a half. All right, add it to the card. Um, Welcome he's aboard. Hit four, he's hit it in four or five games on three, four, three, two, and three targets. Like, yeah. he has 15 targets. And he, the only he only in San Fran they lost twenty seven seven. And he didn't have a, he had two catches for zero yards. I should check it. Is is he on the is he on the injury report? No, I don't believe so. I mean, uh, let me check here. Yeah, no, uh, no injury report. Is for Noah Fant still a thing? Not really. I just think people see the name Noah Fant, so they're betting him. Like Noah Fant, the last three weeks, forty nine yards against the Saints, two against the Lions, twenty seven against the Falcons. He has one more target this year than Disley does. And what yeah. are the, what's the difference in numbers? Uh, uh, the Noah Fant number is 26 and a half. Disley's 19 and a half. Give me the Disley. Oh, add it officially yeah. to the card. Add it. You. Disley over 19 and a half. God, I love, love it. you talking to proc bets. Uh, love it. Um, uh, also ahead. in this game, by the way, I love the Cardinals team total over 13 and a half in the first half. Uh, that's plus 100, by the way, even money for you. Um, as I mentioned yesterday, the Cardinals have not scored a single point in the first quarter of football games uh, this season. I think that changes this week. So give me the first half team total over 13 and a half for the Arizona Cardinals. Absolute smash for, for daily fantasy tomorrow. I mean, oh, yeah. I, if you are building tournament teams and you literally play one or two guys at one o'clock, 
and you just build around Chiefs and Bills and Seahawks, Arizona, you have to get a little bit creative to not be, be super you know, chalky, have a lot of ownership there. Yep. But I wouldn't blame you if you want to try to just – because those two games look like the two most explosive games on the board. A hundred percent. And speaking of that that other game that's going to be explosive, the Bills-Chiefs, my last prop comes in that game. Uh, give me Gabe Davis, over 55-and-a-half receiving Oh, yards. whoa! I've heard that before on the show. Mott went with Gabe Davis last week. We saw what Gabe Davis did against the Kansas First City Chiefs last year in the divisional playoffs. Give me Gabe Davis, over 55-and-a-half. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, all right, so I want to talk through one with you um, okay. on the Lamar, not Lamar stuff specifically, but on the Ravens stuff. So okay. um, J.K. Dobbins, so last week, Kenyon Drake outsnapped J.K. Dobbins, which was shocking to me. Yeah. Then J.K. Dobbins liked and del- un- unliked a tweet that said, if you're not going to use J.K. Dobbins, why don't you just trade him? So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they'll try to get him more involved. But it doesn't look like Rashad Bateman's going to play in this game. Yeah. So the receivers for the target, the targets for Lamar Jackson, who I think is going to, I think he's going to have a good game against the Giants, are going to be Demarcus Robinson, who's still in the league, had no idea, uh, Devin Duvernay, Isaiah Likely, Dobbins and Drake, and then Mark Andrews. And my initial thought was, let's just let's walk in and and absolutely stomp the Andrews over. It's seventy and a half yards. Yeah. And, and I and I he may clear it. But like, who is there? Anyone else that stands out to you there? Demarcus Robinson is nineteen and a half. He when when Bateman went down, he was the guy who stepped in at receiver. So people are penciling him in again. Um, Devin Duvernay at thirty-seven and a half. That's the Isaiah Likely right you mentioned before at twelve and a half. Dobbins at eight and a half. They have nothing for Kenyon Drake. So how, any insight, any thought, Shime? Since we both love Lamar Jackson and we think he's going to be successful tomorrow, like where do these passes go? Since Bateman's not going to play. Yeah, my get my money would be on Devin Duvernay. Uh, Devin Duvernay has been relatively good for uh, Lamar in, in in the past game without Bateman in the lineup. Um, Duvernay in his last couple games: five for fifty-four, four for fifty-one, two for twenty-five, two for forty-four, or, or two for forty-two, and four for fifty-four. Even with Bateman in the game, he's hit this number before. Um, and with so without Bateman, he's going to get these targets. I, this is one play, right? One explosive play that these fourth and fifth string corners for the Giants just blow a coverage on, and Duvernay goes to the house. Like that's kind of my thought process here. And on top of that, he's still getting targets anyways. He's not just getting deep looks; like he's getting intermediate looks. I think thirty-seven and a half is too low. That number should be in the forties. Uh, so I actually really like the Devin Duvernay over thirty-seven and a half. Yeah, and the Giants have been okay. They've only allowed 53 receptions to wide receivers this year with his fourth best um, in the NFL. So it's it's not a smash for me, but I, yeah. I was curious to walk because I there's there's something there. Someone we're gonna walk, we're gonna shake our heads and say, and maybe it's just Mark Andrews. Like maybe he just has a freaking unbelievable game. Um, but we're gonna look and say, well, what why didn't we talk about him with Bateman out? Because he love he loves throwing Rashad Bateman. So there's a there's there's six or seven targets available. If we assume they don't go to Kenyon Drake and J.K. Dobbins, they're going to Demarcus Robinson or Devin Duvernay. So I, you have I, to I, you have I'm to assume you. it's Duvernay, knowing that last week he was targeted seven times by Lamar Jackson, and they wanted to put the ball in his hands so much that they gave him three rushing attempts as well. So he was literally he was literally intended to be targeted at least ten times in that game. Uh, so I uh, I think Devin Duvernay has to be the player. Yeah, Demarcus Robinson is thin. He's only cleared this opening week. I can't. I can't give that out. So I, yeah. I'm with you. Uh, but, and, and, and again, I mentioned this yesterday, 
with a lot of the ownership and daily fantasy shine going to be focused on Mahomes, Allen, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray. I think you might get Lamar Jackson an ownership discount this week. And if you want to start your teams with, with Andrews and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson as a stack, uh, I think you're you're going to be a little bit different right out of the gate if you're yeah. from tournament standpoint. So uh, that was my last question was on Baltimore. I can be talked into some other stuff. You already talked me into Will Disley, which I've added to the uh, card here. I, um, I'm done. That's my full card. I've gone through my entire card to this point. I like the slate, man. I, I like the slate tomorrow. What do you think? I love the slate tomorrow. I, I think, I mean, I said it, I've said it the last couple of weeks, but I just, I think there's really good opportunities on the board. Uh, and I, I think we've found a few of them, which is good. All right. We cannot let the people um, sign off for the day without right. uh, Prince of Pucks with a Bruins Absolutely. thought. You smashed the Bruins out of the gate. You smashed overnight in the NHL. You're out to a hot start with hockey bets. The best, yep. best hockey, hockey handicapper I know and that by a wide margin. Thank you. Uh, Bruins home opener tonight. Swayman expected in net against uh, the Coyotes. Any play there or anywhere else around the NHL, Krishan? Yeah, so I definitely want the uh, Bruins uh, money line and regulation, but unfortunately that's minus 190. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pair that uh, with the over in Calgary uh, Edmonton at six and a half. That game is going to score like nine goals. Uh, neither of these teams have a good goalie. Neither of these teams play a lot of defense. And Connor McDavid is otherworldly good. Like the Oilers allowed two goals in the first five minutes of the game. They won the game. Oh, by the way, they were down <laughs> three, nothing at one point and they won the game. The Oilers score like no other team in hockey. Uh, and Calgary also, they put a good beating down on the avalanche. Uh, I think it was Thursday night, five to three. So these teams can score. And I really like the over um, six and a half in Calgary Edmonton. So I'm going to pair that with the uh, Bruins uh, money line and regulation. And together, those are a plus 175. Ooh. So. Well, write that down, folks. When you go to, I mean, between all the college football today and the NFL tomorrow, Shime's giving you some bonus uh, when it comes to uh, the NHL. Anything else you want to get uh, out to the people on this, what is going to be, I mean, just a spectacular Saturday. You're playing 36, you're playing 48 holes today. What are you doing? Nope. Today, uh, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to get a good workout in. Nice. Uh, and then I'm uh, getting a nice dinner with my father later. So it's 10 you're what, between now, early dinner. What are we doing? Early? Oh, uh, yeah. Supper? It's like a, we're going to like four. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, have no golf. I, I'm forward to not playing golf today. No, golf tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. I already have my tea time nice and early. Uh, I'm playing around uh, quarter of eight tomorrow morning and uh, get, get a quick nine in and then uh, enjoy some football. You're going to tweet about flushing a, uh, an iron? I might. Game. I might. That's a great tweet. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll tweet out uh, some of the card or we'll tweet out the football card uh, before kickoff tomorrow at some point at BeckQL Boston on Twitter. Subscribe, rate, and review where you get your podcasts. Uh, great job by Chris Shine this week on the production side uh, with the audio, with the tweets uh, all out there for you to find. Now it's up to you to subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, it's a huge help to us when you do it. And then it's up to you to hit your bets. Like it's not, you it don't. Don't just take our picks. Use your own opinions and mix in some more opinions. And hopefully uh, we're recapping and we're celebrating Monday instead of lamenting about bad beats. Let's do it. Let's have a weekend. Celebration Monday that ends with the Broncos covering on Monday Night Football. (laughs) Uh, Shime, enjoy dinner with Dad. We'll talk Monday morning, buddy. Thank you. Sounds good, Mutt. See you.